Welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. I'm Chatty. And we are here today to cover the part one of season four finale, episode 16, episode 75, Above and Below. Season four, baby. So go ahead and let's not bury the lead. We're very excited today, Chad. We're having a good mm-hmm. day. Break it down for the people. I'm breaking it down. This is the last episode of season four, part one, part final one. season. Second part on the way. We got confirmation. Hopefully, it looks like it's winter of 2022, right. which would be you know December, January, February, and nine to ten months, hopefully, is when we get the next episode. Yeah. It basically like less than a year, which seems... As someone who's watched a lot of shows who go away for a long time, I was inspired by that. Because it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Just like people, luckily not us, but fans of this show have done before where it just goes away for, what, like three years? So we're going to take it. We were very excited to hear that because... And hopefully there's no uh, virus that happens and pushes it back further. Well, that's true, too. That bitch Corey V really has the world by the balls, even to this day. But we're working through it, and how about we work through this episode? Let's Speaking work it. Speaking of working through it. So yeah, above and below, what did you think? I liked it. I, I kind of, this isn't exactly what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely thought it would be like a setup for the second part, because I feel like they wouldn't do anything too crazy. Right. But the uh, cliffhanger they left on was pretty awesome. Yeah, after last episode, I was of the same mind. I didn't think anything too crazy was going to happen. I was still excited to see the episode, and I also, I was pretty crushed, I guess is a good word to say, about what they they did to all of us right there at the end. We were pretty much Just a real dick move, guys. Real dick move. We're on the Horstoria wait time now. We gotta wait about nine months. About nine months. That baby's going to, you know... Uh, what are they materialize and just slide right on out of us, and Ew. we'll be right here. Well, that's what it does, you know. It doesn't slide out; it crawls out. I think. Well, definitely didn't crawl out. I think it just uh, slides. Well, it didn't really say. Hey, that's not respecting women enough because they go through a lot. Yeah. So, so I would take like. That to, back. Yeah, I would actually like to rephrase that. Apologize. Jeez, dude. Um, I'm the one that respects the women on this pod, and it's time. Well, to- I don't. know. Don't know about that. Women, you're amazing. Keep having those kids. Uh, Ronnie and Chad can never do it. I'll tell you that right now. So, let's get into this episode. By the way, I might count your yawns today. Zero? I'm so far at zero. So far zero. There was a lot during note-taking, but it was kind of in the first half. You did better near the end. And I see you kind of... I talked about it. You're fighting one back now. I saw that. Don't... They're contagious, man. You don't even have to see someone do it. You just talk about it. It's contagious. I won't count that one. Um, and then one last thing before we get into it. So what we think we're going to do is because we've actually got some, or I have some family stuff going on, a little family dinner. It's the mom and Travis's birthday. Travis is my brother. So they're doing a little dinner. So what we might have to do is we're going to cover the episode today. We've got a lot of questions backed up. So we're going to do one more you know, Attack on Titan wrap up before we move on to our next show, Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen. And we're going to answer questions, talk about theories, what we want to see. So look for that coming up sometime next week. This one might be a little bit shorter. And we might just do a top, the top five at the end, right? Yeah, we're going to do a top five. That's okay. a good way to 
good way to wrap up this episode. So, with that being said, Hanji, she, uh, we open up on her group where they're overhearing the Thunder Spear explosion from last episode. And of course, you know, she's been having a rough time as commander, but she's no pushover. She knows exactly what's going on. Yeah, and it's it's raining too. That's always a bad omen when it's mm-hmm. raining. Uh Flock, fuck Flock, by the way. Uh Flotch? Yep. He's got some expert analysis saying that something must have happened in the direction of that sound. Thanks, Flock. But fuck you. He always brings it. <laughs> Brings the expert analysis to the table. No wonder you're like second in command of this Jaegerist movement. You... Did you guys hear that explosion? Something must have happened over there. What a beautiful mind. And we cut over to see Zeke, and he's looked better. Yeah, this was pretty. This is pretty sad, man. Uh, I mean, his beard still looks really good. Yeah. Um, how did you think? Like waist down, how was he looking? Uh, not too well. Not too well. Um, I'll tell you I, how he was looking. He wasn't, because it wasn't there. Oh, okay, how is this guy going to use the bathroom? That's the first thing I thought of, is how is he going to use the toilet? Well, he's going to hold it until he can yeah. regrow himself. That secret ass-wiping technique, uh, he's not going to need it. So he's in a daze. He's thinking to himself about how quiet everything is, uh, more than likely because his eardrums have just busted from the explosion. And right as you might assume that, okay, you know, Attack on Titan, we're wrapping up this part, we're going to start getting some answers. No more questions. <laughs> well, what do we get? We see some young random girl we've never seen before frolicking, frolicking around with a basket. I did like, before we saw that though, it, the, the shot of the flowers, there's just three flowers right there. Mm-hmm. And the rain coming down. I thought that was a beautiful shot. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful and death. It rem- it. Zeke's dead. Zeke so, and Levi are dead. I mean, what are we even? What do we say about this girl? You want to say anything right now? We're gonna wait a little bit. Talk about it maybe later on. We can talk about it a little later on. I think what we like one of our first impressions was is what you said is maybe that's his future daughter because yeah, Historia Horstorius. So the first time through, I didn't come up with like any of that. Basically, this was the kind of thing that they put on screen, and at the time, I went. Oh, fuck you. I can't deal with this right now. I'm literally going to forget about it until I finish the episode, and then I'll pace backwards and, and try and figure something out. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Yeah, we'll get into it. So, the Titan from last episode that had a, uh, a hand throne made up for Zeke, it casually crawls over and rips open its belly and slides Zeke right on in. Yeah, he must have... Do you think... Okay, so... And two episodes ago, mm-hmm. when the Levi and Zeke fight, we did see that mouth move of the Titan, and we were like, "What the hell was that?" Um, do you remember that? The mouth move. What did you? Uh... Okay, so when Zeke got blown up by Levi, mm-hmm. and Levi won the fight, he's dragging oh, Zeke away, yes, and yes, we yes. see the because because he never technically slashed the nape right. of that Titan because right. he tore it apart and threw it. At, so that was what it was. Was mm-hmm. the, was the t- Titan confirmed? Right. Yeah. So it's regened now, and it that's how it got over to Zeke. Yeah, I can't remember how much we touched on that in that mm-hmm. episode, but we did notice that, and uh, so yeah, it was just able to regen, and here it is now, just ripping its stomach open, which reminded me of uh, Rod Rice when he turned into what kind of abomination he did and was on the wall, and the turkey guy. half of his face was ripped off. Just. Oh. 
Just a lot of owie vibes. That's kind of what I thought. Ronnie thought owie. You know what I thought instantly was it was going to be an owie that that Titan was going to eat him. But then I yeah. realized that, it, okay, the Titan was from Zeke's spinal fluid. He can control him. Okay, that makes... Well, I admitted this to you. We can talk about this, too. A little peek behind the curtain, as we like to do around here. Um, I don't know why Crunchyroll has just decided, or Attack on Titans just decided that they were going to air everything at this certain time, and then the past two weeks, they're like, oh, you know what? Let's just push everything back an hour to just really piss people off. Yeah. And we knew about it last week, but we were so hyped for this week. I we just came over to the studio, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, we sit here and it says, "Oh hey, you gotta wait another hour." And yeah, that so, was really frustrating, man. Hypothetically, allegedly, all right, nothing can confirm this. Hypothetically, uh, we did it from a burner laptop. All hypothetically, we might have. First go round. Uh, first go round illegally streamed this. And so we had to do that from a laptop. Um, you know, we didn't have the setup we needed. So I'll go ahead and say we might have cuddled up on the couch together, <laughs> got in close, um, fired up the lime wire, and then. You know, you smelled heavily rolling. of cotton candy, vape, and uh, espresso. Is okay. Well, I had a little weekend excursion, man. I, that's why I had the vape on me. But yes. So uh, this all to say that we were watching on a laptop. It was very dark, and for half a second, I panicked, thinking what was crawling towards Zeke and was going to eat him was a Levi Titan. But we don't see Levi. We'll just go ahead and say that, um, which just gives me all the more reason to believe that he's out there and he's okay. Yeah, I would have loved to see Levi crawl over and eat him. Not even in Titan form, just human form. There's some fanfic for you somewhere, I'm sure. So we come out of the opening credits and we join back in over at Shiganshina where uh, Jaegerist are are tying armbands onto people and Yelena is enjoying a meal with uh, old Dot Pixies. Good old Dot. You know what Ronnie's got to do here. Just got to do a little breakdown of this food situation. And I'll be honest... I know my way around the kitchen, know my way around a plate even better. This one had me a little confused. I had a trouble finding the right words. Yeah, I've, I've got to say, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, Ronnie's going to have a field day with this. And then I started examining mm-hmm. a little bit, and I was like, ooh, this is going to be a little tougher. This is my best bet, you know. I'm... So uh, one thing I'm positive I can say is I think we've got some sort of lentil situation going on, some beans perhaps. Uh Pinto? Yeah, that's I'm not confident enough to say I don't believe okay. Pinto. Um, more of a green beanish ordeal going on. Um, I believe we have some sort of fish again. Anytime there's a nondescript meat that looks very white in tone, I'm just think going. You know, they're on an island. This has got to be some sort of fish. Uh, we have what looks to be a single Brussels sprout on the plate. I saw that. Which throw a couple more on. <laughs> And uh, what really kind of freaked me out was the entire plate is smeared with what looks to be some sort of cranberry sauce. Uh, I think that's Zeke's fluid. I don't know if that's, you know, it might be some sort of reduced balsamic vinaigrette reduction. I, you know, that's just, I'll tell you one thing, way too much sauce for the food portion. I agree. I'm, you totally, a lot of times I don't agree with you with food, um. You just go a little too you go a little too in depth and 
It just kind of creeps me out sometimes. But this time, I will agree. Too much sauce. There's A lot of times I say there's never too much sauce. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me more mad than when you don't have enough sauce. Exactly. But when you just coat that bitch and make it look like your, sw- your food is swimming in it, yeah. you might have a problem. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, and then so to wrap it all up, we have one dinner roll to the side on a on a little saucer. But how about this, man? Well, one second. Don't step on my roll take here because this place has got to get its bread intake down. Last time we had ten loaves of bread on the table. This time we have one single dinner roll. With all that sauce, you're going to need more bread to stop that up. Can we please get into a nice where you give a choice between... Uh, two, you know, I'm being modest. There's no way I'm eating, having dinner rolls unless I have, at least have three. Three to six dinner rolls, right? Oh, three to six, okay. <laughs> if you have the right kind of butter, that cinnamon butter, it's not uncommon for Ronnie to flirt with a six dinner roll situation. Well, what about this situation here? You eat the dinner, you eat about two or three of them, okay, before mm-hmm. you're eating your meal. At the end of the meal, your other two or three, you dip it all in that sauce. How right, that that's sound? what I'm saying. Like one dinner roll, not acceptable. Poor so you're meal. okay. So you want some more dinner rolls? So at the end of your meal, when the sauce is left over, you can just mm-hmm. dip it on in there. Yep, I like that. That's right. Um, I I was gonna say though, food always brings people together. Pixis and Yelener, you would think they, you know, they would have some bad blood right now. She, uh, Zeke's been pouring his fluid all in these people's wines. They've been sucking down Zeke's fluid for, you know, for <sighs> days now. It's just, you know what you're doing, and I don't like it. But it's, they can well, bond. But you know what you're doing, and I'm not a fan of it. Of what? Just make your point. The point is, food can make anyone bond together. Enemies, friends... We can all bond over a plate of food. I have to disagree because I don't think uh, old Dodd's in the greatest of moods at the moment. Final thing about the meal, they had three forks and three knives. Where's the spoon? No soup dish? I mean, salad should have already come and went by this point. They still have three forks? Mm-hmm. Just terrible dinner service. Of course, this is what Yelena would have set up for this nice meeting. Terrible. Speaking of Yelena, she's really feeling herself right now. She's taking a victory lap about how... Everything went down exactly how she said. Um, Pixies prohibited the military from making any resistance and gathered all the soldiers in Shiganshina just as they requested. And uh, my guy Dot, he speaks up and says that he had no choice once he learned that so many of them had been dosed with Titan spinal fluid. Okay, so that's... That's the very important part that you seem to be leaving out constantly. Titan spinal fluid. Zeke's Titan spinal fluid. fluid. That's what it is. Just moving on. And he knows that they could all turn into titans at any moment. But here's why I like our guy Dot. He's still thinking for the good of the other innocent people on the island and says that there is no better place for them to be than here where all the other civilians have evacuated. Good old Shinganshina. And he also adds, what am I to do when my allies are pointing guns at my back? And so the uh, the man behind him looks very emotional. You can tell he's scared. He apologizes and says that both of him and his son drank the wine. Yeah, I I mean, if me and my son had been drinking another man's fluid, I would be I'd be livid, but I'd also be terrified. Okay, and uh, 
So, uh, you knocked me off my track again because I don't like how you keep talking about you and your son drinking men's fluids. The man looks, he looks emotional and I felt kind of bad for him. But this is how, Dot, he's not having any bitch made excuses. And asked the man when he first betrayed them. Yelena, she cuts him off and tells the scared man that there is no need to answer. So this is why we love Dot. Because if we're in his shoes, me and you, I just can't even imagine what kind of things would be going through your head at this point if you knew that you could become a titan any second. And not even one of the cool ones, might I add, just the brainless ones. But, I mean, really, what uh, you you can't do anything. Like, you're it's, screwed. It, so much to the point that I say what would, what all would be going through your head. I would argue that nothing would be going through your head because you'd be so depressed and just ready to end it all. I, I'm surprised that there's not. Well, they might just not have shown it, but there wasn't more people that didn't just off themselves. Yeah, yeah, but yet Pixies, on the other hand, he's still looking around and figuring out. What's going on well, with all these impromptu armbands? It's just like little handkerchiefs that they've started tying on people's arms. And he deduces that the earlier you switch sides, the better position you have now. The white armband means that you are proudly a Jaegerist. Red stands for those who learned they drank the tainted wine and were forced to comply. And then he says... And those of us fools who drank the wine without knowing a thing are in- identified with the black armbands. So Pixis is one of them. Yeah, he's he's got the black armband, <clears throat> so he says that, but it also feels kind of almost like he left something out, because what's the difference between black and red? Black is like they're For- not complying, right? Black is like they're not forced to comply. So I guess she's not forcing Pixis to, or she knows that even if she does try to force him, he won't do it. I don't know. Because he makes it seem like even the ones that have the red one didn't know what they were doing. They just drank the wine, and yeah. now we're going with it. So that that was a little confusing, but I think that's what's going on. And uh, he says, so these armbands, that's kind of how Marley does things. And looks up to Yelena and asks her, didn't they do something similar when they took over your homeland? And I, I gotta think that this... Uh... You know, this mammoth of a woman, Yelena, cool. has got to be from somewhere like Russia, don't you think? She's, um... I mean, where else do they just pump out these BFGs, man? She's a, uh... She's a woman. You know, she's there. <laughs> I wouldn't want to tussle with her, I'll tell you that. Yeah. You'd just be forced to comply. You did, know you, what I mean? did you say BFG? Yeah. Now, I'm familiar with our terminology of BFC. What, you want to enlighten me? Well, I was being a little nicer to her at this point. Just Um, a girl? Big effing girl, yeah. Um, But because there's there's probably a point in time where I might use the C word. Well, thank you for censoring yourself. I would hate for you to use the F word on this podcast. Let's keep it classy. Let's keep it fucking classy, okay? So... Yelena speaks up and says that we can learn a lot from our enemies, but Pixies, he's pissed off. He's a little sassy right now, I can't lie. He doesn't let her finish her thought before saying, such as how to make more of them. Ooh. Yeah, get wrecked. Mm. Honestly, though, Yelena, I don't like her that much at all, but she's kind of a good villain. Like, saying shit like that. You can learn a lot from your enemy, even though it's so contradictory to, like, what she's against, I guess. 
Right, yeah. She, um, I would agree with that. I don't mind her as a villain, and he just spit on the floor again like he does sometimes. It's super weird. Don't know why he does it. Well, I pay for this studio, so uh get nothing in return uh let's so dot he's already badass enough for doing this but i i can't help but feel like it's some some of it's taken away just because he's in such a shitty spot here yeah i mean like he's going out strong but i don't see how any of this ends well for him so okay do you think in the end he's gonna turn into a titan yeah yeah he so is yeah i think at this point I want one last good uh, big brain Pixis moment before that happens. Yeah, and he's he's doing good here. Like he's yeah. saying all the right things. He's brave. He's not you know falling to his knees, being a bitch about it, um, like you would. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly why, exactly how I would do it. We get a close up on Yelena's face with just the most arrogant haircut of all time. So anyway, there was one particular shot in here. Where I just had to pause it, and you thought I was taking notes, and, but I was just looking at you, and you said, what? And I just said, fuck that haircut. Because <laughs> okay. what is she doing? Season 3 flock haircut or Yelena's haircut? Where do you lay on that? Season 3 flock. Because flock, to me, he was just like, okay, I've got to wake up, apply eight different hair products to my hair, um, and create layers Whereas she, I felt like she was like, okay, so right here uh, bangs three inches, right here bangs five inches, shave the back, in the back um, bangs four inches, um, middle to right sides bangs okay. five and a half inches. Like they, they had a ruler and they were going around and being like, okay, so is that good? She was like, well, you kind of went a little short there. Go ahead mm-hmm. and make that one 2.75 inches. Just. Oh, yeah, and then she probably got, uh, we've never seen the back of her head, I don't think. She probably has BFC shaved into the back of her head. Just, we did see the back of her hair, uh, Chad, and she did not. So I'll go ahead and tell you that. Okay. Never mind. (laughs) She just didn't have that shit. I mean, I'd like to go with you, but I saw the back of her head, she didn't have that. Okay. So, she says, was it not your people who refused to side with us? And like I said, dots on one. It says something about how he can't believe they failed to trust guests who served them tainted wine. I mean, let's go. Let's go, my boy. Hey, Pixis is just like, I cannot believe you would ruin alcohol like that, you dirty bastards. Okay, but here's the funny thing, right? So Dot knows that he can become a Titan at any point. We know who he is. He's still drinking the wine, right? Oh, yeah. This guy is <laughs> guzzling down the wine. He's like, well, you know, damage is done. And just knocks back a couple more glasses. Everyone just looks at him horrified. Yeah, yeah. he's still asking her for it. She's like, okay. He's like, I'm not doing this if I'm not drunk. So Yolani says that Pixies and them were both foolish and wise. And that if they had trusted Zeke from the start, the world might be saved by now. And her wording kind of confuses Dot, because he was under the impression that they were trying to connect Aaron and Zeke to keep the island safe and enemies at bay, rather than the whole world like she's talking about. And uh, we get a little glimpse at that fucking traitor, Anya Capone, who's over there sweating bullets. What do you have for this guy? Taking- I was I was right about it. I was right about this mf'er from the beginning. 
You never trust a man that is good at dealing slash shuffling cards. And that's the number one rule, okay? Mm-hmm. This MFer has been banging you leaner this entire time, and I am sick of people being on this guy's side. I called it from the beginning, and all these people are like, oh, well, this guy is such an innocent, sweet soul. No. This man was... I saw him. They were playing poker, I think, a couple episodes ago. I saw him counting cards. No, you didn't. This guy's a bastard, man. I, I knew not to trust him. You know, I've always said this. I keep it real. Sometimes you come in limping in with takes about BFC being shaved in the back of heads. That's just not true. But then you have the horse take and the guy who deals cards take. And this one's just as good as the horse one, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's just... It's the, I think there was an interview on YouTube not too long ago of Isayama. He kind of uh, doubled down on that horse. He put, obviously, he wrote the show. I kind of deciphered it out. I didn't hear anybody else with the take. Professional podcaster, baby. But I think he mentioned a guy named Chad, how he was the only one in the U.S. He didn't mention, there's smarter people in Japan, but the only one in the U.S. who deciphered it out. So I just wanted to, not to toot my own horn or anything. incredible. Is he coming on the podcast? Well, we're working on it. Part two. <laughs> we got plenty of time now, so, you know. We'll wait a couple months and start yeah. sending some emails. We don't want to... I think he's finishing up the manga, so we've got plenty of time after that. All right. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Anya Capone, I'm not even sure what this guy does except fly zeppelins in circles and get in the way. So he weakly says, uh, Yelena? But she says, it's too late. Zeke gave you plenty of time. And you answered his mercy by planning to kill him. So heads up, by the way. It's about to get crazy in here. She goes on to say, Zeke is the god who will save the world and you've earned his wrath. That was that was a crazy line. To me, it's crazy because Zeke doesn't even look at himself like that. And this chick is just all over it. Like Zeke is not ever once, to me at least, Seemed like he has like a super god complex. Do you think so? No, well, no. I don't, so you think no, this bitch is just crazy? Not like she's making it out to yeah. seem. I'm going to tell her, hey, make a call. Get an appointment. I don't care if it's a little later in the day and you, you like to sleep in a little bit. Get your ass up early. Go in. Fill out the paperwork. Because Lord knows you haven't been to a doctor in a while. Get checked up. And then at the end, even if they don't think that you deserve them, ask, hey, doc, can you hook me up with some chill pills? Because, girlfriend, you need some. Oh, yeah. And I was going to say something else, but it might be a little too profane for the pod, so I won't say. I won't talk about her wanting his Kong Dong. Well, you've been doing a great job of censoring yourself, which has just been really great because we don't like. But, yeah, she really wants his Kong Dong. Yeah, you said it the first time and we got it, but thanks for double dipping. What, so what are the odds that she is so horny for Zeke that she too has just been chugging this wine? Doesn't even do anything to her, but she's just been, she can't get enough of this man's fluid. You really just mentioned this guy's fluid? That is disgusting. But I mean, you got a good point though. I, I could definitely see it. Do you think like his fluid tastes good? Like how they, how'd they not notice? I guess it just the wine is so good or his fluid is just so tasty. Are you asking me what Zeke tastes like? I mean, what, not what he tastes like, what his fluids taste like. It's a smoker, so I would imagine his fluid's a little bit tainted. Um, uh, I don't know. What do you think he ta- What does he look like he tastes like? 
I mean, popcorn. <laughs> I don't know. He looks. I mean, he's a well kept man. He's got a nice beard, full of testosterone. I mean, I would be guzzling it down with her. Well, if she, uh, the way this sauce is on this plate, she might, might, he might taste like cranberry sauce, and that's why she was just like, load the plate up. I don't even care what else is on it; just a shit ton of cranberry sauce. Give me some of that ZF. And they're like, use some of that wine to put put that in the sauce. Cook with it. We cut over to Connie, who of course has to hit his uh, quota of two or three lines an episode, so we don't forget that he's here. And he comes in, I got, okay, I'm going to be up front by this. Connie, he's pissing me off a little bit this episode. Yeah, I forgot he was in the show until you just said that. I, I didn't realize it until the other day, the other podcast we did. But let's, I'm full on the train of Connie should have been Marco and Marco should still be here. You oh, kind of revolted okay. at that. Yo, you didn't like that, but you just watch Connie's performance this episode and we'll see where you stand How about at the end. Marco is half the man that Connie is, okay? Okay. You chill out. Shut up. We cut over to Connie and he comes in with a strong performance by saying, so, uh, all we can do is sit here while it all plays out? Connie. You're in a fucking jail cell, Connie. Yes. But he's thinking. He's thinking big brain. And this is how big brain he gets. Well, first of all, let me say this. It's a pretty nice dungeon, though, because they're serving people tea. And uh, a lad gives a saucer to Armin, who, of course, says thank you, even though he's imprisoned right now. Yeah, Armin is the colossal titan. He's imprisoned, and he says thank you. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, oh, thanks. Hey, he, but he did. And he kind of he would like he usually takes his tea with like a couple uh, block uh, cubes of sugar and uh, a little cream. Do they put cream? I don't know what they do with tea. I don't drink that. Uh, but he asks for a little sugar. But he's like so he doesn't want to be a bother. So he just drinks it anyway. Yeah, he does. I okay. I can't bash on Armin too much though because he did just he clocked Aaron one good time. Aaron deserved it. I kind of remind myself of Armin. I always stick up for women when guys are bad to them, and I would do the same thing he did. I would clock an MFer. No, I love Armin. I just love the idea of him like being too scared to ask for the sugar, but then he looks over and uh, Jean's got some tea, and he's like putting sugar in, and he's like, oh, I should have asked, but he's already halfway done with his, yeah. and now he doesn't want to be bothered now asking for it. So he like kind of hits Jean on the elbow. He's like, <laughs> give me some of that. <laughs> But no, like I was saying, I got a little ahead of myself because I had that awesome tea talk. Connie's working overtime and says, Hey, Armin, could you bust us out of here as a titan? And listen, I love how sweet Armin is. But it would have served Connie so right if Armin looked up and said, Hey, Connie, when I transform, I essentially set off a nuclear bomb. So, no... And even if I didn't, this you whole place, fucking idiot. This whole place would fall on top of you, you dummy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even think it would get to that point. I don't think it gets to the point where the place falls on top of Connie. I think he's just Evaporated. immediately incinerated. Hey, he could then go meet his mother. But that instead, that drank Zeke's fluid. Well, dude. But instead. Armin just says, no, I just destroy the city. The Colossal the colossal can't do something as precise as Aaron's Titan. Yeah, it's a way to be nice, Armin. He's a good guy. 
So I was so excited to talk about Sean this episode that I threw him in my imaginary tea scene, but he speaks up now. And um, ask why Aaron beat Armin to a pulp. And Armin says he said hurtful things to Mikasa, and so I swung and he hit back. Armin just says, <clears throat> nice guys finish last. Now we know this this right here is like Ronnie's day one ship, so I love this next part. Sean says, he hurt Mikasa? How? And Mikasa says, fist clutch. stop, it's fine. And Jean's, oh my god, I'm getting chills, dude. It's so cute. Jean says, no, it's not. What exactly did he say? Aw, poor Johnny boy. And freaking Connie doesn't pick up on the protective boyfriend vibes Jean is giving off and says, forget it. We already know he's a total piece of shit. Hey, Connie, shut up. All right? <laughs> Ronnie's trying to get in his feels over here. And no, you're little, I'm team Connie. And right little here. skinhead, little gray skinhead over here has got something to say all the time. I'm Team Connie right here. I would be Connie. You would be doing this to a chick, and I I would be, I'd be over the side. No, he's a total. If piece Marco of shit. was around, Marco would have been best friend. He would have already been passing notes back and forth between Jean and Mikasa this entire time. You know, being like, hey, hey, Mikasa, Jean, what do I mean to give this to you? You can just circle, um, yes, no, and if you don't want to be so 100%, um, I actually took the liberty of writing in maybe in the middle of it. So if you want to just, like, maybe talk about it later on, you can just circle that. Um, anyway, thanks. And then just skips Marco. away, because Marco, I think, skips everywhere. He does skip everywhere. That's why he would have died maybe three episodes after he originally died. No, I think it's to say how agile he is, and if his uh, dick friends hadn't turned their backs on him and betrayed him, he's so limber well, that he would have been such an addition to the team. I wouldn't call him friends. It was kind of messed up what they did. So, uh, but Connie still doesn't stop. He's still talking. I can't believe this. He goes on to say, now Aaron has lost his mind and hurt the two people he should care the most about. Oh, so you don't agree with him. You think Aaron's a nice guy. That's what you're saying. Here's the thing. It's not that Connie says bad lines. It's that they're unnecessary. Because if you've got half a brain, even like my boy Marco has, you can deduce the information that Connie's saying out loud. It's just not necessary. Leave us yeah. alone. Okay. You're totally right, but he is the last idiot left standing. Sasha's gone now for for certain comments like that, so I guess they just have to throw in Connie's comments. Well, and speaking of someone that's not an idiot, and I'm all about, Jean says that he thinks if Aaron was sane, he wouldn't do it without a good reason. And Jean says if there is some... Jean asked them if they think there's some sort of meaning behind it. I agree. Let's go, Johnny. So that's that's your your side. Yes. You want to break that down a little bit or just I mean Because I, this was very quick. Like I almost missed this the first time of John's logical thinking here because Yelena comes right up after this. So go ahead and let's sit in this moment for a second. I just think that Aaron there's no way Aaron is fully on board for what Zeke's doing. He's ne this has never been Aaron's character. I mean maybe Maybe he had some mental lapse or the past four years that we haven't seen where he just all of a sudden switched. But I, I have to agree with Jean right here. It just doesn't make any sense why he would because we know he's not manipulated too. So if he is, I will be a little mad at Isayama-san. 
because everything would have been off screen from Aaron's mind changing, and that'd be that'd be a little messed up, don't you think? Like you know where I stand. I your full t- team Aaron just fucking sucks. I'm uh I hope I'm wrong. I've said that, but I'm scared about Aaron. I th- I think I think Aaron is going to be the hero in the end. He's going to switch up on Zeke, maybe even get Zeke to go on his side and they somehow they solve the problem without doing the How far thing. can he go though before you can no longer be a hero but rather just someone who puts an end to it? If he puts an end to it, I'll be happy. I just don't want him to do it the way that Zeke wants to do it. It could be any other way. I don't know how he would do it, but the Founding Titan like has so many damn powers. So at this point, is Aaron still redeemable? To yeah, you? I think he is. He's got a chance to switch up and like save everyone somehow. I don't know how he would, but I, I'd have to watch a few more episodes before I'm like, all right, he's not redeemable anymore. All right, we might what talk about, about to this you? later. You don't think he is? I don't know. I mean, what has he done? I, I like kinda, super I mean, I've, wrong. I've kind of talked about this. Uh, talked about this before, where initially when he came into that room and talked to uh, Armin and them the first time, where I was like, "Okay, is he being? Is he doing this dick thing? Is he like?" pushing space in between them and him because he knows that this is the only way and he's trying to protect them. But then he screamed and said that he's always hated Mikasa and then, uh, which is still maybe, you know, was very hurtful, but could still be argued as he's trying to put space in between them. Right. But then there was like five or six extra punches that he sent into Armin's jaw that I felt like, you know, maybe he didn't have to take it that far. (laughs) Maybe yeah. the point got across just a couple punches before that. You didn't well, have to do that. He knew he could regen, so he was just testing his regeneration abilities. But all maybe to be talked about, all more stuff that we can talk about next episode, maybe. Okay. Of the, of the podcast. Um, so, like I said, Yelena strolls up and says, Hey, good to see you guys again. You know, it pains me to reunite in a place like this. And you can't get anything past Connie, who looks at Onya Capone and says, Holy shit, you're on their side too? Thank you, Connie. Let us out. <laughs> Way to God. go, Connie. See, Connie knew what was up there. You cannot trust a guy that always has cards in his hand. But Onya Capone is salty because they put him on house arrest. Like, give me a break with this guy. You played cards with Hanji at her nice cottage on the countryside. You weren't put on house arrest, and if you did, it's because you were associating with shady characters who, by the way, didn't know if you noticed this part, were shady the whole time. Yeah, and cunty. Whoa. Jean speaks to Yelena, saying that she must be feeling pretty good since things went exactly how she planned. Aaron moved exactly how Zeke wanted. He raided Marley, you know, getting the people's support, used wine to take over the military. And he says, now you have the founding titan and you can crush Marley and avenge your homeland. Isn't that the real reason you came to the island? And Anya Capone, all of a sudden finding his voice, calls this place primitive. And Connie plays right into his hands by grunting like a gorilla. <laughs> You're making me mad, Connie. Making me real Baca. mad. Nicolo's here, by the way, and says, you know, you advanced the island a long way. And also you and your pals could enjoy it once you ruled. Is that it? 
Nicolo's the real protagonist of this story. <laughs> and Nicolo's chef buddy speaks up. You had a name for this guy. Oh, We oh. had Buff Burt. We got Buff Connie now. <laughs> it's just Buff Connie. Uh, he says, you were tricked and lost. That's all it is. Nicolo calls him a snitch and accuses well, him. you forgot the other line he said. He said, dude, your lobster wasn't even that great. <laughs> oh, did he say that? Yeah. That must have just been in the dub. Nicolo calls him a snitch and accuses him of selling them out to be promoted to Yelena's lackey. Get some of that. This guy's name is Grease, by the way. Yeah. Buff and, Connie's better. And Buff Connie says, Are you dumb? You're the one who sided with devils and betrayed us. You had the hots for some devil spawn who reeked of potatoes. <laughs> that was the best line of this episode. No, it wasn't, Chad. <laughs> no, not Chad. No, it wasn't. It was reeked, a mean line. Reeked of potatoes? That's fucking Re- hilarious. What is a reek? How do you even reek like potatoes? Dude, if you are Sasha, you 100% reeked of potatoes. Do you know how many potatoes that W-H-O-R-E Potatoes are ate? lovely. <laughs> I don't think you can reek of potatoes. I like that line. I'm just I'm, saying, I don't like this. I don't like Buff Connie at all. He's more of a baka than Connie is. I've got a potato air freshener in my car. Are you sure you don't just air fry potatoes in your car? (laughs) Well, I do have a a wireless air fryer in my car, but... (laughs) So Nicolo does the classic grasp behind bars threatening to kill Grease as Grease... Buff Connie, sorry about that. yeah. Says, stupid me thought you would get a grip when the bitch died. Yeah, okay, he's taking it too far now. (laughs) Oh, now he's taking it too far? The potato line was funny, but... But Called her a bitch. We see the quickest of shots where Fred, aka Mr. Browse, and his troop of children are sitting there listening to all this. So, see, this is where he crosses the line. You can't be saying all this mess with Mr. Fred here. Why did Grease hate Sasha so much? Damn, he's he like he's so a, mad. He's a true Marleyan man. He goes on to say, "I'll make it easy to understand." That spawn of the devil whore was. Oh, good lord. And then Yelena shoots him in the brain and apologizes for the disrespect. Okay. Boss ass move by Yelena right here. I'll call her Yelena for this moment. I, I Yelena's a cunt. Like we all know Whoa. she is. We're just gonna I'm just oh. gonna say it. I'm gonna come out and say it, guys. Yo! If you wanna leave a review on Apple Pod talking about me saying this, then just do it because that's what she is. But this is a baller-ass moment when she just domes the dude. Domes BC right in front of everyone. And you can kind of see, like, the gun barrel from the side. And I, this is one of the times I wish we had video cameras watching us because um, I imagine her just kind of, like, flipping her wrist back in just, like, this nonchalant way. Just being like, ugh. Flipping it and then just shooting it. Yeah. Not um, even looking. Yeah. That's what you get for disrespecting Fred. So she says this island has no need for those who would call you devils. She says, believe me, our goal is nothing as hollow as getting revenge on Marley. Our goal is to end the cycle of hatred, to save Eldia and Marley by Zeke's plan to save the world. The euthanization plan. Yeah, BC had as much hate for Sasha as you did in seasons one through three. I didn't hate Sasha. Oh, okay. I hated... Everyone roll back the tapes, please. Yeah, please do. So once again, we can see how right Ronnie is. 
we cut to Gabby, who is just another person in her feels right about now. Just a lot of emotions in this episode. Aaron walks in and says, Hey, brat that killed Sasha, if you want to save Falco, help me. Sasha getting a lot of play this episode. Shout out, girl. I love you. Oh, okay. So Gabby, she's a little freaked out and asks how. Aaron tells her to call for help on the radio to flush out intruders inside the walls. And just then, Peek comes out of hiding, stabs a man, keeping guard in the throat. Right in the throat, man. Way to look alive, my man. And she points a gun at Aaron. Can we talk about this, whatever the security guard guy is? Seriously, bro? Aaron has the power of three titans. And you're spending your effort making sure he could handle the little girl prisoner rather than watching his back by guarding the door? You know Aaron was thinking, I should have just killed that guy myself after that moment. So Peek, she's got the whole get-up. A scout's jacket, a white armband. She tells Aaron to not move and for Gabby to keep quiet. So immediately Gabby squeals, Peek! Peek! Good work, Gabby. And we get to the calling card. Okay. So I've got that here. It's uh, it's not short, I'll tell you that. So here we go. It's not like you. Shiganshina, don't say that, Shiganshina District, the fortified residential district of Paradise Island where the operation to retake the founding titan began in 845. In the five years following the fall of Walmaria, it was inhabited by titans. However, with the operation's failure, the hole was plugged by Aaron Yeager and the current state of the district is unknown. The primary goal of the new strategy is for the Cart Titan and Jaw Titan to infiltrate Shiganshina, the southernmost district. The way Aaron's looking this episode, I wouldn't mind if he plugged my hole. And Um, I tossed the keys to you on that awesome commentary. Thank you. So, with the pistol pointed at Aaron, she tells Gabby to grab the rifle on the ground and point it directly at Aaron, too. So Gabby slowly crawls. How funny was Gabby crawling to that rifle? Like how terrified she was. Well, rightfully so. I mean, this is, Gabby's going through a lot. She is. She crawls like on her knees. She like scoots on her knees. It was just really funny watching that. No quick movements. Smart play. And uh, Pete tells Aaron to get his hands out of his pockets and stop looking so damn hot. Yeah, he's like, sorry, can't. You know, if I take my hands out of my pockets... Makes me look 4% less cool and 9% less sexy. I've got a new image. Gotta keep it up. The hand's staying in the pockets. Which which made me think back to all of this new newly found Aaron moments. His hands are always in his pockets. Oh, well, yeah. Always. I mean, every... Listen. You become... It's, it's a proven fact. Like, I looked it up. 9% more sexy if your hands are in your pockets. Because uh, look at all pictures. What do you do with your hands when you take a picture? Don't think about it because that's the way Ronnie's mind works and you really get in your head. You can't do anything with your hands unless they're in your pockets to make it look natural. They just look freaky. Or if somebody else is in the picture, you put your hand around their waist. Right. Well, I've been meaning to speak to you about that. We've got some promotional pictures for the podcast coming up. and I can't do that? And well, you just your hand was a little south of the border. That's all I'm saying. So, okay, well, bring it on up. All right, whatever. Yeah, Peek says. If I know you... it's pretty toned, but stop it. <laughs> Peek says, if if you don't put your hands out of your pockets, I'll pull the trigger and scatter your brains on the floor. 
not giving you any time to transform. He says, then do it. Why else would you even be here? So, I mean, as douchey as he is, he's kind of baller in this moment. He's calling her bluff, and it's working out for him. God, he's so hot. God. Yeah. What's more hot than this? Just walking up and shoving your forehead at the barrel of a gun. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Pete says, I'll do it. He just keeps calling her bluff, and then since you just stepped on it, I'll... He walks up and puts his forehead well, directly you looked, on the barrel. <laughs> you looked at me wanting to help you out with how hot he was because you were feeling a little uncomfortable about your sexuality. So I had to jump on the bandwagon and just got a little ahead of myself. But that's the hottest part, is it not? I mean, it was is. I wrong? Uh, it's 100% the hottest part. And he says, you're not going to kill me, kill the founding titan, because your, order, your orders are to retake it. And you'll have to eat me, Peek. And that's when Peek starts getting a little nervous. She's like... I kind of want to, I won't lie. But she tells Gabby to take her fingers off the trigger. So, I mean, Gabby... I'm honestly surprised that Gabby didn't just panic and just pull the trigger right here. Yeah. Because she's so freaked out. Right. She did good. Not did thinking good. it through and yeah. stuff. And Aaron says, your family in the zone would pay for it if you did. Peek says, fine, I won't shoot and... Eating you doesn't really seem possible right now, so... Is she talking about his dick? I don't know what she's talking about, Good man. Lord. Clean it up, yeah. show God. Did I mention that Aaron looks really good right here? Yeah, you mentioned it. Moving on. Peek says, you found my Titan's footprints, didn't you? I thought I did well sneaking in without being caught, but I have other reasons not to shoot. If you use the Founding Titan, you could beat Marley, right? You made the world your enemy because you knew you could win. So, what were you... The whole peak vibe right here. Did you right. think Did you think there was any chance at all that she would shoot him? So, no. But okay. my, So, my question is, do you... Where do you land on this? Did Aaron actually know she was here, or is she just acting like he knew, and he's just going along with it because he's got an image to keep up? Oh, he's going along with it. There's no way he'd be like, oh, I didn't know that. Like He'd be like, yeah, I knew the whole time. I knew you were walking through these doors right now. Right. So he didn't know that she was around, but at the same time knows what her position is, and he knows that she can't do anything, really. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, because I think he knows that too, because they would have, they could have killed him, I guess, in Marley, but the whole plan is to eat him. Like, if he's killed, like, that doesn't solve the problem at all. They gotta eat him, or at least take his founding titan. But, but does it really? I guess that's where I'm confused. Like, it seems like if you just shoot and kill him right now, you buy yourself a whole lot of time. Do you not? Like, what am I missing? I guess you do. You you might buy yourself time, but then in the future you worry about if that if the founding titan goes to another random Eldian that figures out it has the founding titan, and then it just links up with somebody and starts wrecking shit. So like, if somebody if someone knows this better than me, exp you're gonna have to explain it to me because at this point, like when you're having to fly your own zeppelins to this place, you got two people infiltrating, and you get Aaron held at gunpoint inside a room and you got whatever it is a 50 50 chance and honestly it feels like more than a 50 percent chance that that titan goes into some unborn baby over in marley and you don't do it it makes me i don't know i feel like i'm missing something i don't know but another what was i gonna say 
I lost track there. Well, it's probably because I just amaze you with how... Oh, I- I'm not even fully bought on the fact that, like, if she did kill him right here, that, that it would, it would go. kill him. That it would kill him and that it would go to a newborn baby. When has the evidence ever... They- they've never actually said that that's happened. Like, they've kind of just speculated that it's that that's what would happen. Well, that's true, and that is, I do wish, like... Because maybe they don't even really know. Like, that might be another thing. Yeah, it makes me think about this scene, because what Peek does, like, everything Peek does here is very cool. She's like, I think it did great things for her character, and I go away from this episode liking Peek way more than I did before, and I did not yeah, like her before. Because you liked her just because of her appearance. But Well, um, she's pretty hot. But... Don't drag me down there with you, you right now. Um, it does kind of make me wish that we had seen that maybe Aaron is so OP that he's talking about this like he knows that she can't kill him. Whereas, but then she says pulls the trigger and Aaron does something, has hardened something where he's he just, fine. He catches the bullet. Yeah. Not catches <laughs> the bullet, but I don't know what kind of Warhammer things he can do that... Provides a shield from just standard bullets. Yeah. But Aaron asks her her goal, and she says it's to free Eldians and her family from the internment zone. She said that she became a warrior because she wanted to give her only family, her dad, proper medical care. And this is when the throwback to him coughing when they met up in the Midnight Train episode. Yeah. Where they... I love how they just throw in little stuff like that mm-hmm. and it comes full circle. But I guess he was coughing just because he was sick and getting proper medicine to stay alive. Right. So essentially, she, the only reason he got that is because he was an honorary Marleyan, I guess. Like, if you're not an honor, honorary Marleyan, you don't get proper medicine. Is that kind of what it's alluding to? Well, yeah, we saw someone else had that whole thing. I can't think of who. Was it Bert's dad? Or he, yes. No, Bert's, yeah, because yep. he ended up yep. dying. It was yeah. Bert's dad, yeah. I knew we'd heard about something Dang, like that before. Do you think Bert's dad died because Bert failed in his mission, so they just stopped giving him medicine? That would be... Maybe, I, yeah, maybe. Or, maybe. Maybe? Hey, you know what? I'm thinking about that. Maybe. Okay. He survived, but is sad because I will die just in a couple years. And she wants to show him a bright future before she dies. And Marley needs to be crushed for that to happen. Yeah, that hits home, right? Like, she made this sacrifice to give him the care Uh, that she needs just for right as he gets better or whatever. Now it's, you know. And now you're going to see your daughter die in her mid-20s. That's rough. And then she says, if we can slaughter them, I'll do what it takes. And Gabby tells her, Gabby starts freaking out. She's like, are you shitting me right now? And tells her that Zeke was the mastermind behind all of this. And then Gabby's like, what are we even fighting for? Uh, Once the world knows we are good Eldians, we will be free, right? And then she points the gun at Peak. So Gabby's on one right now. Yeah, she didn't know what to do with herself anymore. She was quite a cunt. We have to be honest. She just was yeah, very terrible. She was. But if you think about the emotional roller coaster this poor little girl has been on the past few episodes, I can't help but feel slightly bad for her. Slightly, yeah. Keyword, slightly. She's got to be so confused. And then that's when Peek starts talking some sense and asks her if they are Marleyans or Eldians. And... Gabby says, we're honorary Marleyans, which just pisses me off Ugh. that they've got them brainwashed that much, man. Really gets the blood boiling. 
She says, wrong. We are subjects of Ymir. We're not Eldians. We're subjects of Ymir. Hmm? Quit doing that with your eyes. God. The Stop. lady? You've been watching Aaron too much. Quit trying to impregnate me with your <laughs> eyelashes. That's the one truth we can't escape. We turn into titans, but that power is going to lose us soon. And she mentions Flort Sava, or however you want to say it. Yeah. Um, she's like, Marley will just slaughter us all once Which we're Which I useless. believe, throw back to the first episode of the season episode, with all yeah. those guys in Fezzes. Yeah, who were just dummies. <laughs> where those guys in Fezzes put up one hell of a fight. <laughs> and then she says, there's 0% chance that we're going to be freed. The Fez is such a top five stupid hat of all time. Top hat or Fez hat? What do you think? Uh, uh, oh, which one's more stupid? Yeah. Um, Unless you're a magician. Which one's? The top hat is... If you don't have a rabbit in your top hat, then what are you even doing? I don't think... Uh, but see, have you really seen people, like, unironically wear top hats? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Remember, see, remember the guy at uh, at your school back in the day? What are you going for here? Mr. Andy? What was Mr. his name? Didn't he wear a top hat all the time? <laughs> he wore a top hat and had a cane, I swear to God. <laughs> what are you doing? Mr. Andy's? Didn't he? Are you being serious? Yes. No, he didn't have a top or hat. Or maybe it was a fedora. Fedora. He, okay, he had a fedora. I got it completely wrong. I yes, apologize for yes. that. Yes, yes. Uh, God, I was so confused there. I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, my junior and senior uh, year, I played rec basketball with my friends. You know, I probably could have made the high school. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could have made the varsity team, but just didn't want to put in the time yeah. or the effort. So I just played with my buds. Um, we were known as the Jedis and we had two people our same age coach us wearing fedoras. Fedoras. Okay. So it was ironically, I guess, while they're coaching you. Yes. Okay. It wasn't a top um, hat. So a real I'm, quick I'm story. Junior year, we won two games, weren't very good. Senior year, we had a pretty good, uh, pretty good program. Uh, we had one of our friends who actually played on the high school varsity team, suit up and play with us in the playoffs we won the game and to be fair you know our friend didn't even do that much the boys really the jedis really came together <laughs> i was the back of my jersey had r2d2 um we were also sponsored by barack obama i have a picture of the jersey i might have to post it on the discord it's pretty epic and we won the game <laughs> shocking i know but someone in an entire gym filled with like four different basketball courts noticed our friend played for the high school varsity team <laughs> went and told the management where they pulled our coach who i don't know if you remember this part was just one of our friends the same exact age wearing a fedora <laughs> back to the office where someone was able to pull up our friend's facebook profile saw him his profile picture wearing a basketball jersey for the high school team and we got disqualified did anything happen to that guy? Did he get in trouble with no. the... Okay. No, he didn't. Wow. The Jedi's were winning it all that year. but And you didn't even need him, man. You should have just trusted on your own uh, basketball talent. Confidence is something that I uh, I lack a lot of. Okay. 
Well, moving on. That's your line. I'm sorry for using that. Aaron? Well, yeah, you just, for some reason, you've been doing it a lot recently. and I've... Well, that one was on accident. I just figured we should move on from that since you talked about this your lack of This is the worst episode we've ever done. This is the worst one we've done. I'm sorry, guys. So Aaron cuts his finger and says, prove it. This guy is just, he's the biggest terrorist using his Titan powers ever. Like, how many times now has he just cut himself and then just been, like, held his hand up? And been like, yo, and do now, something. dude, now he's just being so cocky and arrogant with it. Before it was like an entire hand slice. Now he's acting like he's trying to test his blood sugar because he has diabetes. Like he just pricked his finger. Yeah, just get over yourself, Aaron. God, we get it. You're fucking hot now. You've gained thousands of Instagram followers, and you've just recently been sponsored by what is uh, Sugar Bear Hair. Yep. Just. <laughs> And Monster, the, as douchey as he is, he's sponsored by Monster, too. Just leave me alone. And if I'm being honest, man, take off the undershirt. You were rocking that coat with no undershirt, and now it's just like, come on, dude. Show us the maps. You're skinny. He's skinny muscly. What? Am, he's, what? <laughs> he's skinny buff. He's not even... He just got yeah, real not, skin. It's not even real muscle. Oh, that's what makes him so good, though. He you has gotta 0% have, body fat. You gotta have beef like Reiner. That's a man that's... Uh, uh, Reiner's beefy, but Aaron is just chiseled to the bone. I'm sick of it. So, he says, if you're going to co- cooperate, show us you mean it. And she says, she'll show where the comrades are if she he takes her to the roof. So, real quick, what did you think of Peek's whole spiel to Gabby? Because we, at the risk of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, I'm going to get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Because we know that she's just playing all this up. She actually doesn't believe in this. Well, I feel like somewhat she does. Well, she does. She Later on, she says, well, here, we'll go ahead and talk about it later. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm sorry I got ahead of myself. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Just here. I'm going to bend over. You just... Okay, that was... Is that better? You good now? I'm sorry. Do it again, and it's going to be harder. I, Dude, I didn't deserve that one. We go back to that mammoth of a lady, Yelena, and her telling the plan to Armin and the rest of them. And she, just, <clears throat> she says, all suffering from Titans will end gradually and peacefully. And John says, but if we slowly die out, won't we only have geezers to defend us in the end? Love the word geezers. Yeah. He's like, we'll only have people like Pixis to defend us in the end. And she says the rumbling can serve as a uh, deterrent as long as the royal bloodline is, uh, what is that word I'm looking for? Upheld. Yeah, upheld. I just whatever word it was. Uh, typing autocorrect. They're just making it seem like you, yeah. Just as long as the royal bloodline remains is alive. Yeah. She said, "Queen Historia is the key." Way to think quick on your feet over there. As long as subjects of Ymir inherit the founder until her child passes away. So, you think this child's going to be a boy or a girl? I guess we can talk about it now. So, my once I let the episode sink in a little bit, um, obviously I have nothing to go off of because I don't know of any young girl that's currently been in Zeke's life. And I can't think of any girl that would have grown up that Zeke has a connection with now. So, I don't know if this is now. Hold on to your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. Paths? Paths. 
if Zeke's getting he's connecting www.paths.com backslash the coordinate and he's seeing a future daughter of his that's the thing well, we it doesn't have to be his but it could be the future we, royal bloodline we right? don't but the fact that i'm just going all in you're going all in Zeke, going all in zeke's fluid impregnated historian uh, different type of fluid this one's much more potent mm-hmm. um and i'm just going i'm riding with it okay i like that and, I but, was... and just to you know uh back up a little bit so i'm right either way maybe it might not be his kid, but it's definitely Historia's daughter, the one that has royal blood. But now I'm kind of mad that I backed off a little bit. I'm going all in again, immersing myself into that Zeke's kid, Zeke's daughter. Because this person, uh, we saw something at the end of the episode where this, the person earlier in the episode well, that you Zeke did, This saw, is you. I missed this. So don't drag me into whatever cockamamie theory you're getting ready to come up with. No, I'm saying, I'm saying we saw that same girl in the end. Well, you saw well, you did too, if you were paying attention. I didn't see it. We saw the same girl in the end. And yeah. I think... <laughs> but be more specific, because now you got people going back and looking. It wasn't on... I think it was like, I guess, a, a teaser for the next season that was at the end of the episode we watched. Do you know... It was... I don't even know if it was... Because it showed like young Aaron and stuff like that. I didn't really... I was kind of stopped looking. It looked like it just... Different well. scenes from past seasons. and So I don't know. But Zeke. it was just something on the illegal way. Yeah. I, uh, uh, um, it, and then it went straight into paths, uh, which would uh, lead you to believe that maybe Zeke is seeing the founder herself. Hypothetically, illegal version we watched. Hypothetically. We watched on Crunchyroll, and you were like, oh, here's where you've got your theory that, you know, well, look at mine. Look at how she's at the end of this episode, and then she wasn't there. <laughs> It wasn't on Crusher. It, it was on whatever this website we watched it on, hypothetically. But I was saying, what if it's he is a subject of Ymir? What if it is Ymir? Yeah, because he's, so you he's ex- dying. Well, I'm just thinking he's dying, and like apparently her, she split into nine different titans, and he's just seeing her at the end of his life. Okay. And then we saw that teaser at the end, and I was like, oh, that's so that yeah, bitch. Yeah. You know, it's a pretty fucking awful time. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but dude, how cool would it be though if he is the dad of Historia's daughter and that's her paths. Basically what we're saying is paths. And that concludes this episode. So Yelena says there are certainties, but there is uh Oh yeah, Yelena says there are no certainties, but uh there is <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is a terrible note, dude. Okay, so we she just talked about Queen Astoria being the key, the subjects of the Ymir. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to keep passing on the founder until her child dies. Real quick, because I see that your confidence is kind of like wobbling, wobbling a little bit. It's I just want to say, um, Rapidly. I feel like you could use a pick-me-up right now. So I'm going to say I'm very impressed because you have not yawned. You've tightened it up after last week. You were very uh, lazy dolphin. And I was. I'm sorry, um, guys. You've tightened it up this week, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. And thank you for bringing it your all. Sometimes your all's not good enough, as we could see in that last note, but I appreciate all you right. trying. I just kicked kick it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so Yelena's saying there was no certainties, but there is one certainty, and that is the threat of the Titans. 
and uh, their bad history will be put to an end by Aaron and Zeke. And she doesn't know how long humanity will last, but it's hard to think that a greater feature will ever come to pass. Which, she's crazy, but she's kind of right. Cuckoo! Cuckoo! She said, people will speak of uh, the brothers as legends for millennial to come. Cuckoo! Like the gods of the past. Cuckoo! Cuckoo! She's crazy. (laughs) She is very crazy. But she's got a point, though. Because you don't. Do you think history will be made if they actually accomplish this feature? I mean, history would would be made, but someone needed to put a uh, someone needed to take a dining cloth, like a tablecloth, and just tuck it under her shirt because she's drooling, and also her <laughs> eyes are down. sparkling with the heat of a thousand suns. Just talking about this in the dungeon. I hope they gave her the strong chill pill because. It's she needs one. She wants that warhammer and that Kong Dong, if you know what I mean. And then Armin just starts crying out of nowhere. He just starts bawling his eyes out. <laughs> He's like, "That's the sweetest thing I've ever." Heard. <laughs> He's like, "Yes." And he took the words right out of my mouth. He's like, "That was so noble of you." And then she looks at him and glistens more and says, "That's wonderful." She's like, "Now I've got the colossal titan on my side." And then John's looking over at Armin like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" So how do you think Armin's being genuine there? No, we both were we sniffed this out right yeah. from the beginning. I I guess this is his attempt to make to do the old switcheroo where first it was Yelena and them making uh like the people of paradise think they were on their side and now Armin's saying I can do that too and now he's trying to make it seem like he's on her side. Mhm. Cuz this uh Armin didn't seem like that good of an actor. He doesn't, but he he fooled Annie in season one. Yeah, but the crying was too much. Not even she was crying. Yelena fell for it, though. She it looked did. like it. She did. But just then, a guard comes. She's sneaky, though. Hey, she's large. She is. But she's pretty sneaky. She is a mammoth of a woman. <laughs> but but then just then, a guard comes running through, yelling that there's an invader. And I... I love this scene because I knew you had a great take for this. Did you have a great take for this? Well, just, you know, none of these guys can just be calm. It's basically my, just calm down, all right? Whether you yell or you say, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there we have an intruder, it does the same thing. All this guy's doing is getting everyone stressed out. Yeah, I agree. Let's analyze the situation a little bit first, all right? So then we go over to Aaron, and he's walking Gabby and Peek with guards up to the rooftops. And Aaron says, if you can point out the other invaders, we can trust you. But for now, you're going to be chained to that brat who killed Sasha. And if you transform, you'll blow her to bits. So Aaron's just another terrorist threat. Aaron's on one. I've either seen this somewhere, maybe on the Discord, or you've said something about it before. The fact that Aaron keeps referring to Sasha does a lot for your way of thinking, I think. What do you mean by that? Where he refuses... Okay, so I guess it definitely wasn't you. (laughs) I guess you answered my question there. So whoever thought that or said that on uh, Discord, good for you. Um, Basically just saying the fact that Aaron won't just say that girl or Gabby or anything like that, but he has to reference Sasha every single time. Like that he remembers that, that that's the one that killed Sasha, his friend. I think does a lot for your 
way of thinking about Aaron. That he still cares? Mm-hmm. He's going to save everyone, bro? It gives and me a glimmer of hope. He's not an FU for thinking that he's just a shitbag. I mean, he is a shitbag, but he's a nice shitbag. So Pete says, don't worry, this brat will come around soon. And then as they're walking upstairs, Peek waves at the soldiers down low. And, I mean, all of them are just fan fanboying over this, this chick. They're all blushing. This is how I would be. If any girl waves at me and smiles, I'm going to be oozing with uh, diarrhea down my pants. Yeah. I mean, all the guys down there, including me, are like, I'm going to marry that girl. <laughs> And then we get Porco, just in the middle of all of them. Yeah, hey, Porco, did you think we weren't going to see that smoking hot TikTok star in the middle of a bunch of big-nosed regular Randys? Oh, my. This was the same take you had a couple episodes ago. Draw the five most boring guys and then put Porco in the middle of them and act like we won't see him. We weren't supposed to see that guy who's got 13.2 million likes on TikTok. He's done, and this is he just shit on your face because he's done the same TikTok dance Seven times in a row, just in a different room in his house. It's unbelievable how many likes these things get. But no, the regular Randys, I'm I'm saying regular Randys because I think they're all named Randy. I think they showed up and they're like, hey, what's your name? And he was like, oh, my name's Randy. What's your name? He goes, no fucking way. My name's Randy too. (laughs) And then a guy poked his head around the corner. Are you guys named Randy? They're like, yeah, me too. And then they saw Peak and they all splooged their pants. Oh, yeah. Just Randy one through five. And that was their day. They did <laughs> nothing else all day. And Porco's just thinking, I cannot wait to kill these bastards. <laughs> so Peak, while they're walking, um, Peak asks where Falco is. And Aaron says he's here, but he did drink some of Zeke's fluids. That's not um, what he says. Yeah, that's what he said. He says a little bit of that wine slid into his gullet. After... He indulged on a little of the fluids, right? He didn't indulge on any of the fluids. Oh, okay, you are right. This is after he, he mentions Zeke's fluids. He says, so, he says from the wine, and then Gabby says, it's my fault again. Yeah, bitch. Falco's been saving your ass for a whole season now, God, and you're Falco. still not grateful for it. God, I'm so sad about Falco. Yeah. I, Move the, on. I don't like thinking of Falco. In this precarious situation. He's too and nice. Then, then Peek says, oh, so you took over the military with Zeke's fluid. And then she says, do you do you know how he even has that power? And Aaron says, beats me. Like, come on, Aaron, terrible acting job. But then Peek says, other than Zeke, no one does. Ever since I met him, I felt like Zeke was telling lie after lie. And then four years ago, I confirmed it. Only with you did his words seem true. <laughs> what? Oh, just just a fucking terrible job of me co-hosting over here. You what? Said, what? I don't want to say it. Say it. You said Aaron said. <laughs> that is a terrible co-hosting job. You shouldn't have said it. I know. I'm gonna edit it out. Don't edit it out. You edit out every everything that you say, and then you never edit out my I know. Stuff. That's why people think I'm so awesome. Yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, Chad, that guy sucks. I fucking hate him. And then God, I have to deal with that. I suck so bad. I have so many people fooled. And then she talks about what Zeke said four years ago. Believe me, I know what you're going through, Aaron. Someday I'm coming back to rescue you. And 
she says, why didn't he tell you about his secret power? Like it can draw out the founding Titans powers or something. So I don't know if she's just like inferring that or if she somehow has a good idea about it. It is interesting because I remember us talking about this back in season three at the time where I thought Zeke was just saying, you know, I'm coming back for you. Just like that being full of hidden meaning where he was going to use Aaron. Like I didn't think that he actually had any emotional attachments to Aaron because he had us all duped. He's a family man, and so I, I do like it. I do like how they tie this back around because it is like Peak was there, and I wonder how mm-hmm. she experienced all that if she thought kind of the same way I did, and once didn't really realize that how the betrayal worked until he's actually gone, and then he's like, "Holy shit, he meant that the whole mm-hmm. time," so which is interesting too because she was with Zeke, just him and her for a long time. Yeah. Like they fought off other nations. I mean, I guess there was other soldiers there, but they fought off other nations, mm-hmm. just them two. Mm-hmm. She probably indulged on in some of his fluids. I mean, we don't really know what happened there. Moving on. So they get to the top of the rooftops, finally, and that mammoth of a lady, Alina, is waiting at the top. And then Peek mentions that, oh, you shaved your beard. I thought it looked great on you. And she's just being sarcastic because yeah, I think we decided earlier that that was just some streamers that Yelena had bought from Party City and it was just terrible. <laughs> terrible job. Uh, so Peek and Gabby, they keep walking. They're walking towards the edge of the rooftops and Yelena's whispering to Aaron. She's like, do not trust that woman. Only trust me. And he says, yeah, I don't, but it's mutual. And then... Peek says, by the way, aren't you using the founding Titan's powers? Where's Zeke? And Aaron says, you'll find out soon. Now show me the enemy. And then that's when we get a very suspenseful moment as soon as he mm-hmm. says that. Quiet. They're very going quiet. no music. No music. Peek's beautiful face. Aaron's beautiful face. And then Peek turns and points. After grabbing Gabby's hands to mm-hmm. protect her, yep. directly at Aaron and says, right there. Music picks up. Mm-hmm. Paint the scene. I'm painting the scene. Do it. Got my, let me get my vape out. I'll paint it in the clouds. So I'm going to blow a cloud and then I'll paint it. I got what you were saying. Don't have to explain it. And So she points at him and then right then... Porco busts through the bottom, transforming into the jaw titan with Aaron just having the shit look of a face mm-hmm. on himself. Yeah, he's he wasn't ready for this. He was not ready for this. And then Porco, she tackles Gabby. Porco bites Aaron's leg off, the same one that which I still want to know how he cut his leg off mm-hmm. earlier this season. The I know same you love that, that torture porn stuff. Oh, yeah, to himself. Oh, dude. And then Aaron transforms as well. Well, everyone, and then it shows a shot from everyone down low, and Armin's kind of like, the, it must have happened. It's happening now. Katakani saying something stupid like, I think something's happening up there. <laughs> he didn't actually say that, but the way this episode went for him, he should have. And then just an epic explosion of Titans. I mean, just awesome. Awesome imagery, awesome art. Good job, Mappa. And Galliard is protecting Gabby. And peak now. What are you talking about, Titans? Like when Aaron transforms, the whole boom up from when Porco booms up, it's like a that explosion of Aaron transforming is just beautiful. Okay, all right. It's not the same lightning though, it's, which is kind of weird. I don't know if you noticed that. 
He's like making his own lightning at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, so then Galliard's protecting Gabby and Peak now, which, come on, okay. If we're going to call this guy a name, stick to one name. Porco, Pac, Paco, uh, Galliard. Also, how about this? Porco, if you come at the king, you best not miss, my boy. Yeah. And then that's when Peak points up to the sky and tells Gabby to look, and we got some Zeppelins rolling in. Right, so that's when Gabby's like, did you mean all that stuff mm-hmm. you said, or I didn't think that you trusted Marley, blah, blah, blah. And she says, I don't trust Marley. I trust the comrades I fight alongside of. And we get Commander Maggoth. Good seeing this face again. And he says, that's the signal. They gave us the location of the founding titan mm-hmm. we, we see reiner looking de- reiner's looking more confident than ever he's looking pretty healthy actually he which was a surprise we see cult um you had some smart aleck comment about what is cult gonna do i thought that was kind of mean i said what the hell is cult gonna do that's exactly how i said even it. more so than that porky not to be confused with porco porky's the uh one yep. that looks like he's got a snout the doofus um yeah he's a heavy set gentleman and he's in the background too and Reiner's just giving that stare down, down at Aaron. And that's when Aaron looks up and he says, bring it on, Reiner. Whew, calling him out. Mm. Damn, there's a lot going on for him to just call out Reiner here. How how epic is that, actually, that all everything that just happened, even with Porco biting his leg off, mm-hmm. he's more focused on Reiner, just fucking up Reiner. It's weird. It's kind of weird, I gotta be honest. Yeah, like, it is. I thought he would have had his... Uh, after he walked away from him last time, I thought he would have had his eye on more oh. of the prize, but he's still calling I hope, out Reiner. I hope we get that one-on-one Aaron versus Reiner moment. Mad lad versus sad lad. Mad lad versus Once sad again. It's epic. We've seen it before. We had to see it again because last time was pretty... Uh, pretty underwhelming. Yeah. But, but Reiner's been hitting the gym. <laughs> he's prepared himself. He's not taking it for granted this time. He's bringing it. Yeah. What an episode. And now all we got to do is just a real simple task of just waiting nine plus months. Nine plus months, that's easy. Women do it all the time. All right, going for that analogy again. Um, Real quick, so Peak's mindset. Let's talk about that real quick. Uh, So she doesn't trust Marley. She trusts the comrades. What does that mean for them long term? I don't really know. I think maybe she just thinks all of their family's gonna die, and uh, whatever Aaron and Zeke's gonna do, so they gotta fight him because she doesn't yeah. want her family to die. Because what she was saying before is totally right. Like yeah. she's got the one she's she's not as brainwashed as Gabby. She knows that this never ends good for them. Like so, I just thought yeah. it was interesting to see the two sides of the coin of the way she's thinking. But and two, Commander Maggoth is pretty cool. Like he actually he seems cool, like he's just the smallest. Yeah. I mean, even though he's got a lot of pull inside the military, like, he's not the one making calls like that. It's And maybe she just wants to save Gabby, Falco. She's always been with... The, she knows what they've been through, and I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, man, we can get into the top five now if you want. Yeah, let's go and do the top five here. So, um... So here's the thing about the top five this season. Mm-hmm. We have seen we've been through so many different characters perspectives different characters perspectives and a lot of like getting a lot of one character and then not seeing them for the longest yeah. time because we started off only in marley and then we finally brought it, so it's... the whole 
first five episodes were all about Reiner, pretty much, and then we haven't seen him since. But yeah, so I'll, I'll, let... go, I'll go. I'm pretty happy with my list, though. Okay, I'll let you start her off. How did you feel about your list? I like it. With that being said, so number five, I had to throw her in here. Uh, I went with Mikasa, and I think okay. it's just because I'm sad. Yeah, I'm sad for. Her. Um, but I mean, she... she had that one scene this episode where she looked. Like she had been milking. It's okay. Uh, so it's just a combination of me feeling sad for her and me looking forward to what is in store for her. Okay. Because I feel like even though she's a main character, a lot of the times, unless she's like kicking ass or talking about Aaron, she takes a back seat to things. And I'm hoping to see her just become independent and just and fucking shit up. Throw that ODM gear just, on her. You know, living for herself, not for anyone else. That's I am, what I want. I, I want like Mikasa that. to live for herself. How beautiful is that? Are you worried about her? She doesn't have any ODM gear, man. And all this is happening. No, I'm not worried about her. Okay, well, number five. Fred Rouse. Nice. Good one. He, he was tremendous this season. Yeah. This guy was the most reasonable guy in the entire show. He's a stand-up lad. Would love to, you know, just hang out with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, work on the farm with him. Yep. Milk work his on the horses. Farm with him. Yep. Uh, well, not milk him, but take care of his horses. Well, you didn't say milk him. You said milk his horses, which uh, oh, I mean. don't think you milk horses. <laughs> so, so, weird day that you guys are planning, but go for it. My number four, Levi. Um, yeah, dude, it's just, I'm, once again, these are all people that are just on my mind real heavy, and I'm sad, and I had to throw him in there. He's dead. He's not dead. Don't be an idiot. Number four for me, Reina. Okay. He did awesome. That was one where I was like trying to find a spot for Reiner, but I just, he's been gone for so long at this point that... Well, that's what's so weird is like even Levi was only in like a couple episodes. This right. Entire season. And, and that's why it's recent. Like Reiner could have easily been my four, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's just recency bias. Same for like other than Falco and Gabby and Zeke. That goes for all the Marlins because we just haven't seen them in a bunch of episodes. All right. My number three, Armin. And Armin. Just because he finally stood up to Aaron. Yeah, he did. That um, was an awesome moment. He's still, even when you know the chips are down, things are tougher right now than ever, and he's still just trying to be nice guy. But at the same time, he's starting to flirt with putting his foot down and doing what he's got to do. And I hope he has some of the beep 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 oh, yeah. moments coming up. Here's the thing: like if Aaron switches, like you're saying, um, and I guess I'm hoping then even if he does that, he's going to be... It's going to be near the very end of the series. So I'm going into the second part, basically with... Yeah, perfect time for a vape flip there. Um, Nailed it. Uh, He's going in... We're going into the second part where it's like... Armin, Mikasa, Levi, and Hanji are like the main new protagonists that I look at. I'm like, just be okay. And Falco to a certain extent, but I'm so worried about Falco. Well, my number three, I'm going to go with Aaron Yeager. Okay, yeah, another one. He, I mean, he's just so interesting at this point. I, the, I was most interested in Zeke from the start, wanting to know more about him, and now it's got to be Aaron. Like, yeah. I got to know what's going on with this guy. 
but he is a douche. But he's also done some badass things this season. He he's made for good television, but he's yeah. disgusted me so much that I couldn't put him in my top five. Number two for me, uh, Falco. And Choice. Falco just he's got that Armin thing going for him where he's so much good. And I liked how he he protected Gabby even though she was just the worst at some parts. But I think he sees the world uh, in a good way. And God, I hope he's okay, man. Well, that is a good choice because my number two is also Falco. All right. And we must protect him at all costs. Amen, brother. Number one, Zeke Yeager. Had to put him in there. That last episode was incredible. Uh, Finally got to see what's going on behind that or in that brain of his and i think once again it's just another well-written character and i'm excited to see how he erupts from this titan's stomach mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's the same with me number one zeke um that last episode might have been my favorite of the entire season four <laughs> of the entirety of the show since season one but no he is once we finally learned like his true motives and how he got there, it made his character just way better. Um, he's S tier, love him. That's a all one, right. That's a One Punch Man reference, but you're not an anime guy. You've got everyone fooled. All right. So that does it for our uh, episode 16 coverage, but not our part one season four Attack on Titan coverage. We will be coming back sometime this next week. Um, we might not even have to wait until Sunday because now that we don't have to wait on an episode, it might be nice to uh, record a little bit earlier. But um, we're just going to be answering a lot of questions. We've, I've been seeing everyone's questions. Thank you for asking them. I know we've been asking for them. Just the way the timings worked out and how the scheduling of the show's been crazy. Just haven't been able to get to them. But I'll answer a lot of questions. Go over our thoughts for what could be coming in the second part. Also, still working on one of our buddies getting our art situation (laughs) under control. I'm going to have to text him maybe a mean text. Chad normally does not go into mean territory, but I might have to get my hands dirty. I mean, it's just a situation where we thought he forgot about us. He reassured us. We were like, oh, wow, he's actually doing this and he's going to do it soon. And now I'm just back to like, oh, did he forget about us again? So stay tuned. We might grab my phone right now. I'm texting that bastard. We might have to uh, enlist the help of listeners. It hasn't come to that quite yet. But be on your toes. If anyone knows any, you know, we might dox uh, his graphic ass. designers. Uh, let us know, and we might have to hit them up here in a little bit because we want some some new logos and some new cover art. And then the final thing I want to say is because some people, Chad, you know, some people. I'm getting ready to get in my feels here for a second, so if you could... um, I know you're doing some good podcast work. Yep. Some people might not tune in for the next episode, since it's just the Uh diehards, since we're not actually covering an Attack on Titan episode. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say thanks to everyone who found us this season and has started listening. Your kind words are noticed, and we appreciate you. We really appreciate you guys, and you guys are important to us. All right, so just saying the same thing I said. That's beautiful, Chad. In, like, me, in meme format, I will I, post um, it. Hey, join our Discord because I will post the meme format just, of you guys being important to us on the Discord. And I would just like to say, uh, I literally, and by literally I mean literally, couldn't have said what you said better myself because I did say it. With that being said, 
I've been Ronnie. Join the Discord. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. The name's Chad. We'll talk with you next week. We're also covering Jujutsu Kaisen, so stick around if you're into that. But if not, we will see you for part two of season four of Attack on Titan. Peace. Peace.